Yom Yom Zayin and Nisan, the seventh day of Nisan. We already have a full week in Nisan, and we're one week left until Chag HaPesach, the holiday of our redemption. Says the Rebbe, <clears throat> first of all, Nusach Vayihib in Soya, Basically, this is referring to the Shabbos prayer um, that we say when we take the Torah out. It's interesting how the whole thing is called Vayihib uh, Ben Soya, Nusach Vayihib Ben Soya. You know, some people, they're good about saying Vayihib Ben Soya, but the part after the Chazan has the Torah, they're not as good. But apparently it's all part of the same Vayihib Ben Soya. So on Shabbos, we have, we have three paragraphs we say after the Chazan declares, you know, God Hashem Iti. And a beautiful prayer, I'll kill you, Skadal, Vizkadish, Vizhtabach, Vizpur, Vizraimam, Vizhnasay, right, which we're sanctifying the name of God. But here's the thing, everything's in the third person. May the name of God be magnified and hallowed, in all the ones that He created in accordance with His desire, and the desire of those who fear Him. And then all of a sudden we change to the reference of direct, the second person. And the desire of your entire people, the house of Israel. It's actually very, uh, the Nusach is actually very interesting. like his will, third person. like the will of his, those who fear him. So there's been many suggestions over the years that it's a mistake. There are certain Sudurim which have the words, um, Kol uh, Yisrael. So maybe the word Amcha shouldn't be written here. And others have the word Amoy, also in the third person, his people. The Rebbe here is coming to tell us today that do not make such an error. It's exact, it's precise, it's perfect. And uh, we turn to God and we say, Your people, Israel, even though, uh, of course, this requires explanation, but for that, we're going to go to tanyaclass.com and find all the answers to all your questions. I don't know if we got up. To, I don't know if they got up to this tefillah yet. My prayer. Oh, my 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 mistake. My prayer. Myprayerclass.com, and an explanation and in general to learn the siddur, worthwhile. Um, the for the core of today's hayyim yayim. It's interesting. This is we're supposed to live with this today. We have to think about what 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 this is. What are we reading about? What was the last name, the Kinoi Mishpacha of the Alter Rebbe? Baruchovich. Baruchovich, because his father's name was Baruch. So he made his last name Baruchovich. Then they made a law, they passed a law that everyone needs to have last names. And, uh, you know, for most people, they came to you and they said, you have a few days, otherwise you have a serious fine. And it was like a massive thing. This is around 1812. Russia, the whole Russia was given names. Because of the Alter Rebbe's war efforts, they didn't come to him in such a rude way and told him you only have a couple of days to decide your last name. You know, last names are very personal. So uh, he actually, they gave him two months to decide. And the Mitl Rebbe, the son of the Alter Rebbe, and the Samach Tzedek, the grandson of the Alter Rebbe, they both decided to name themselves after the Alter Rebbe, after the founder of Chabad. However, with a slight variation, the Mitl Rebbe chose the name Shnei Uri, Right, the second Rebbe of Chabad, Rabbi Doivber. He chose the, the name Shnei Uri, which his father's name was Shneir, Shnei Uri. I don't understand the distinctions in, in Russian or, or, or Yiddish, 
between uh, the suffix of, uh, of Baruchavich. He didn't say Baruchi. Over here, why didn't he say Shnei, you know, Shnei Ravich? I don't know. So when do we say Vich and when do you say E? But then he said Shnei Uri. And the Tzemach chose the name Shneir son, which obviously means the son, right, of Shneir. Bnei Bon in the Halacha, if you look in Mesechti Yavamis, which is being studied now in Dafyemi, the Gemara says, when it talks to the Sugya of Pruravu, Grandchildren are like children. So even though Tzemach was the grandchild, um, Shneir's son, and of course all the generations after that continued. Now you're, everyone's wondering why are we reading about this, and especially Nisan is such a special month, such a holy month, right? Seemingly the, the Shalah says every day of, the, of Nisan is like is like Reish Chodesh, right? That, uh, that, uh, that he touches it in the pasuk. Every day is the power of Reish Chodesh. So why are we reading about this? So first of all, we see is a concept in Judaism, Gadol Shimusha Yosem Limuda, which means that even more important than study of the Torah is to be Meshamish Tamid Chachamim, is to uh, be of service to Tamid Chachamim. Why? Because you learn from the, from the Torah scholars, from the Tzaddikim, what it means to be a Jew. And there's a connection with God which can't be attained merely by the theoretical by seeing how they do and what they live and studying their lives. And apparently, when we're trying to leave Egypt, we're in the month of Nisan, it's important, that's a very important element of Judaism that can't be missed. There are people who think that they can take themselves out of Egypt. And I could, I could leave my own personal exile on my own. But the truth is you can't. You can pretend like you will, but then you're going to be hit by a truck one day. I don't mean literally, but I mean uh, metaphysically. And you're going to come to a stark realization, hopefully not in your deathbed, that you're in a deep, dark exile. The only one you have to have, if you're locked in prison, someone else needs to, has the keys. You know, you ever tried lifting yourself up by your ears? It's not going to work. Why? Because you're stuck down here. Right? If you're stuck down here, how do you lift yourself up? You need someone above you to lift you up and bring you to a place beyond your wildest imagination. So this is uh, this is how they, in in the old country they used to call it a samsa pajnik chassid. Ever heard of a samsa pajnik chassid, Gary? In in Russian it means I I made it myself. What's the reference? Why? What do you say a samsa pajnik chassid? Reference is that the Russians used to make pogroms. Part of the um, enticement, the exciting part of a pogrom is you get to steal Jewish possessions. So it's always a, a good money. Also, if you manage to kill a guy that you owe money to, that's, that's, that's extra. That's the cherry on the top. In tax season, you know. You get rid of the guy and, and it's all, all is good. But mostly it was possessions. So, and the things would then go ahead and be sold in the marketplace. Things that they stole from the Jewish people. So you had some Jewish guys. Young, strong, robust fellows. Who are taking a walk in the marketplace. And they see a guy selling a piratillin. So in other words, you're not supposed to make it so obvious that you stole something from a pogrom. You know, you're supposed to, you say, oh, I bought it, it's mine, whatever it may be. The guy's pasha selling a pirate fillet, it's like an open ganif. So a few of these Jewish guys come over to the guy and they say, how'd you get this tefillin? They're ready to beat the, the living daylights out of him. So what did the Russians say? Sam Sapoznik, I made it myself. He had no idea what it was. He thought it was a work of art. He said, I made it myself. So of course they burst out laughing. You made tefillin yourself. What, what does a guy know? Tefillin, how to make tefillin, what's tefillin? 
So it's from then on, by Chassidim, it became the concept of Samsa Pajnik Chassid. What do you know what it means to be a Chassid? What do you know what it means to be connected to God? I made it myself, Samsa Pajnik. So, so that's the word. It's not possible. So that's the, I think, perhaps, why out of all days, Nisan, as leading up to the week of, of, of Pesach, it's important to discuss the family of the Rabbeim, the, 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 and really to try to live a little bit with the Rebbe's and, their, and their, their lifestyle, so to speak. In other words, study their lives and connect with them on every possible level. And everything that Abayim do is exact and is precise. Perhaps the lesson from this is in terms of Kibbut Abayim. And everyone gave a lot of names. There's Krasniansky, right? There's Sokol, right? Whatever it may be. Specter, Glass, you know, everyone has their, their last name. And uh, for whatever reason, it was, so you could say, so Luchayri, you see from here, that the name really you should give should be a mitzvah. Even having a last name should be a mitzvah. Nowadays, we don't have that option anymore. But they chose a name that honored their father. Al-Tareb called himself Baruchavich, named himself after his father. I'm sure some people did that, but most people didn't. So this is a lesson. Ah, you're going to ask that Samach Tzedek did a name after his father. His father's name was Shalom Shachna. He named after his grandfather, the Al-Tareb. But that's already clear. The Gemara says you have to respect your Rebbe more than you respect your father. So it's the Kfei So the so he uh, he named himself Shanaisen. Everybody have a wonderful day.